Hello Cancer friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Cancer January 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, that is the interface for all of the free goodies I make for you each month and there are a lot including written horoscopes and all kinds of other things. And now when you're a member of my email community, which you can register for that site, you can also run a free birth chart so you can use the information that I give you in these videos in deeper ways. I've been working on this for a while so I'm so excited to be able to launch that. All right, so if you would like to have free classes, you can go to my school, Luminous Life Multiversity at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com, including a free course on unleashing your money magnet. This video is for you if Cancer is your sun sign or your moon sign or your rising sign, or even if it's your Mercury, Venus, Mars, whatever you watch for, this is going to be a piece of your astrological picture. And if you're a late degree Cancer, so like July 15th through the rest of the sign, like the later late degrees, um, July 15th through the rest of the sign or 23 or so degrees through the rest of the sign, I also suggest that you watch my Leo video because you late, late degree people, you're cuspy and your read is more complex, so you will benefit from watching both as they both will have pieces for you. Happy new month, happy new year. It's been a doozy of a couple of years, so I'm definitely excited to report some shifts here in 2022. So let's just take this piece by piece of what we have to celebrate and what we have to look out for. The first big must know is that we are finally stepping out of the heat of eclipse season. And I know that will be a relief for you because even if the changes that came were positive, it's still a very dramatic time and a very anxiety-ridden time, and I know that you cancer placements are already so sensitive already. So October, November, December was probably pretty stressful, even if it was in a positive way, just because of it being so busy and so many changes occurring. And January is more smooth and easy and a little bit less from, I mean, from the perspective of the eclipse changes, because now the eclipse changes that took place are going to start to become more of the new normal. And even though you might get more eclipse news that comes in, the bulk of that will have already happened. So you're now adjusting to whatever changes have come. The next big must know is that we do have more sweet aspects than salty ones this month. And whenever that happens, it just is when the planets are communicating and they're getting along better rather than their discord. And we do feel that from the general horoscope perspective. So that is definitely something to celebrate. If you are someone that likes to know all the sweet and salty aspects, the dates, what you can expect from them delivered into your inbox one month early, then you definitely want to jump on the, um, the train of getting my email newsletter. I only send out a few newsletters a month, so I don't spam you and I don't give your information to anyone else, so it's safe. But you really will want to have that right up because it's a month early and it will give you all of the dates to watch and the aspects in more detail than we go into in the video reports. Okay, so... The next big must know is that we are stepping back into Mercury retrograde season. We're already in Venus retrograde, which we'll get to. So this is this whole month is a time where confusion and you know not having clarity might just be normal. And if you can accept that you might not know what's going on, then you'll feel better. Sometimes the not knowing is more stressful when we don't know when the clarity is going to come back. But if we know this is just a time to kind of have things get called into question, to kind of have things get shuffled around a bit and not really know what's going on, then you can just kind of get through it and know that that's what's happening. So Mercury is in retrograde from January 14th through February 3rd, but the pre-shadow transit period is starting the last couple of days of December. 
and then the post shadow transit goes through February 23rd. So basically from the end of December through around February 23rd, there's this cycle of inward and backward energy where it's much more favorable to try to work on what's right in front of you rather than something over here or trying to go do this or trying to push that or force something. That's not the time. This is the time to sit back, maybe make some little improvements to the web that you've woven, but to just sit and wait for the food to come to you. If you're wanting to know when that next time is to spread out your webs and make webs in new places and do your launches and have your time when you can lift your boats out to sea, that's going to be from February 23rd through April 27th. Okay, so we've got a big open period then, and that's going to actually feel more like a new year then this month, this month will have some of the energy of feeling of relief from these things that I've mentioned. And also the wrapping up of the Sagittarius Gemini eclipse cycle is going to bring a lot of karmic wrap up and it's going to feel like a clean slate in a new year from that perspective, because certain things will be wrapped up and you will see like <clears throat> the new path and new things happening. But because we're in the web of Mercury and Venus retrograde, there are still details that have to be ironed out. There are still things that need your attention right in front of you before you can really blast forward into the new way and, you know, make your big decisions, have the clarity to do what you need to do. This time, January is a time and for the first half of February is a time for research, reevaluation, going back over old things. And one of the most important manifestations that I love of Mercury retrograde is to leave room for last minute magic because it does tend to come. And the more you're overscheduled and the more you have you know, too many things that you're committed to, the less you're going to be able to take advantage of these random last minute things that could come up or that could need your attention, right? So you wanna leave room for the last minute magic by scheduling yourself lightly and scheduling yourself in pencil. If you know that your plans might change, you're going to approach the month differently than trying to make everything set, which is why it's better to try to not make too many plans for this month if it's in your control. And it's also not as well indicated to try to make plans for the future at this time, but it is a good time to be thinking about the future and setting the, like, clearing the way for you to make those decisions. So like for instance, getting your taxes done. So you see how much you're going to owe in taxes. So you see how much you can spend on your summer trip or whatever that's going to be, you know? And so the Capricorn energies are going to lend a lot of discipline and a lot of focus. Um, and they are, they, they can be a little tedious and they can be a little like sobering and re giving reality checks and things like that. And especially because all of this is happening in opposition to cancer placements. This is a big must know is that the Mercury, part of the Mercury retrograde, the part that's in Capricorn, all of the Venus retrograde, which we'll talk more about, and all of the planets moving through Capricorn besides those planets are all making oppositions to your placement. But again, you don't have to fear this, okay? It's just something to understand. What This happens every time, every time, every year this time, or every time this year. <laughs> I'm getting it scrambled, but it basically happens at the same time every year that the planets go into Capricorn. And at that time, you'll see it. It's like your personal relationships sometimes need more energy and need more from you, but you also might be needing some things. So the pull between what you need and what others need, the pull between things you want to do and things that you have to do, and um, you know, also maybe wearing yourself thin because your social schedule is much more busy and because you're interacting with other people more. So there's this like push and pull, but it can be very cooperative. It could be antagonistic, but it could also um, be antagonism that causes you to figure out solutions. But either way, 
You're going to be very focused on things that you have to do for yourself and very focused on things you're going to be doing in your relationship. And those of you who are in the later degree, um, so we'll say like July 15th through the rest of this sign, you've got a couple of things that are, are targeting you at this time. One of them is that um, Mercury retrograde in its part of being in Capricorn is going to be oh, right going back and forth over your placement. Okay, so news, you know, questions, reevaluation is going to be true for all cancer placements, but there's something making it more personal for you late degree placements. Okay. Now, all of you who are July born, July born, you're going to have the Venus retrograde targeting you more because it's going to be in exact opposition, okay? So what we can say is true for all cancer placements is that this is a time for reevaluation, reconsideration. You're going to be thinking about things with your finances, with your work, with your relationships, with how you relate to others, with um, your you know, family, uh, estate planning with your debt, with taxes, all of those things are going to be getting reconsidered and reevaluated. But that's a big must know is that you are reevaluating, but not necessarily making the big decisions if you can hold them off. Now, if you have an opportunity and it's time sensitive and you have to accept it, it could just be fine, you know? But if you're like pl planning something and trying to get clarity about something, you might not get that clarity this month. And if you know that, then it will help you to manage it better. And you can just continue dealing with what's right in front of you instead of trying to do anything that's out there in the future or out there trying to push anything out. So short-term plans, agreements, and commitments are favored. Scheduling lightly leaves you open to last-minute magic. And trying things on without a permanent commitment is a better fit at this time. It does favor education. And so if you find a course that you're interested in, especially if there's flexibility with the payment or if it's, you know, go at your own pace, that could be perfect because part of the things you might be reconsidering is your work. And if you don't have to work, it could be just reconsidering what you want to do with your energy, which could include some education. Okay, so education is going to come up in a big way and it could be a great time as long as you've got some flexibility in your um, program. Okay, so let's talk about Venus retrograde. Venus retrograde is a transit that is long and it affects a lot of things, love and finances and beauty and money and design and relationships. So pretty much a lot of things that everybody is very concerned about, right? So November 18th through December 19th, what is the retrograde, um, pre-retrograde shadow period. December 19th through January 29th is the actual retrograde. Then January 29th through March 2nd is the post-transit shadow period. So this is important because those shadow periods still have the same manifestations and rules that the actual retrograde has. That's why I list them for you. Biggest must know here is that Venus, anything ruling that Venus rules, you might not be seeing clearly. So you might not be seeing clearly in love or beauty or money or design or self-esteem. So the biggest must know is to avoid doing anything permanent that's not fixable if possible. You know, if you can take some space in your relationship instead of leaving it, unless of course, if you're in danger, of course you have to get out. That's just the one caveat. But if you're not in danger, you might wanna take some space in your relationship, whatever that looks like for you, in a way that doesn't mess with the stability. The energies in Capricorn are really calling out, especially the retrogrades in Capricorn, are really calling out for you to be practical with the reconsideration process, to try to not let your emotions get the better of you and you know, make a big, crazy emotional decision or effort 
because practicality and functionality is what really wants to happen. So like if you have to make a choice of redesigning your house or fixing things that are wrong with it, the functionality is going to be better than the design element, right? So you can fix up your house instead of painting it a new color. You can touch it up, right? That's like a, a function thing, not a design thing. The more you can stick to that, the better it will be. And experimentation is key. Experimentation that does not mess with the stability that you have in the areas of love, beauty, and money, okay? So if you can get a henna tattoo instead of a real one, if you can get a bra that makes it look like your boobs are bigger instead of an Im implants, like things where you're experimenting with things you're considering are going to be better than doing anything permanent at this time and really focusing on the psychology of your relationships, the psychology of your feelings about yourself, the psychology of your money, is also going to be very strongly featured for everyone, but there's also a lot of extra energy around this for cancer placements, where focusing on like the behind the scenes things is more important than the actual things themselves in a lot of ways. Okay, so let's see. Oh, it is also a must know that that Saturn-Uranus um, clash that occurred in December, you know, all of 2021 was really wrapped up in that clash. Definitely watch my video, Saturn Square Uranus. Just search for anybody Botticelli Saturn Square Uranus because that will give you more information. We're not going to, this, this horoscope is not about that transit. I'm just mentioning it to, to let you know that we did have another big clash in December and we were really feeling that towards the end of last year. And we are going to be having echoes of that into January because it's very recent. But with every day we get into January, every day we progress in the year, we're getting further from that being front and center. It will come back around again between August and November of 2022, and that will be the final clash and storyline. But it is a little bit of a relief that that's starting to break at that point. Okay, but still, there might be that uncertainty that you know you don't know what's going on, and so that's just going to be a main theme. Okay, so as the planets move through Aquarius, that is another pressure point for Cancer, which means that there might be some pressure on you from a social perspective or for something with online things or a community perspective or anything having to do with um, your joint finances with someone else, that area is pressured. But the pressure doesn't have to be bad. Maybe you're trying to get a loan to buy a house, you know, and you have to get your financial ducks in a row. We have to get your taxes straight. It's a fantastic time to do taxes, by the way, because you're going to have much more focused energy for it this month than if you try to wait for um, later, closer to the tax time because then you're going to want to be pushing things out and you'll want to have had all this stuff done already. So you'll be feeling the pressure, but that also can mean that you have some support. And it does look like, you know, you're thinking about stability of your finances and thinking about stability with loans or buying something, whether it's a car that will help you to get to work or whether it's a house that will help you, you know, to be more settled. It does look like stability and sustainability that's another big topic that is happening is the way you make money sustainable and if it's not january hopefully we'll start to bring some practical solutions okay so remember to be practical remember to to, to choose function over design if possible all right so the last big must know 
that we're going to talk about. Actually, no, that's not true. There are a couple more things. One other thing is that Mars is still in Sagittarius, which means that that energy is a little bit scattered. So you might find yourself feeling focused in certain areas and super scattered in other areas, and it can drive you more to distraction. I'm going to make a recommendation that is very inexpensive. I don't get anything by mentioning this to you. I'm going to give you the direct website. You know, there's no link to me um, with this, but there are a lot of reasons why now is a good time to start working with managing your emotions and harnessing the power of your, of your psyche. And there's a group called there, it's a .org, it's eocinstitute.org, all right? They have meditations and information about these certain meditations that can really, really, really help you with the addictions, with fear, with the anxiety. Now, I'm not a doctor. You have, you have a psychological diagnosis. You have to check to make sure this is fine for you. There's something neurological. To my knowledge, I don't know of any um, contraindications for this, but you need to investigate that yourself. But this is a time, it's a power time for you to really get to the bottom of some things that have been driving your behavior, your decisions, and your creations and to really get a hold of your unruly and maybe erratic emotions and mental like mind frame. So that, that can really help you and it's something that's affordable. I use it and it helps me. And like I said, it's, it's, I'm giving it to you free and clear. There's no benefit to me except knowing that you'll be helped by it. Now as Jupiter moves into Pisces, this is the, um, Nope, we're not getting there yet. One other must know is that you have a full moon in your sign this month. So January 17th, there's a full moon in Cancer. And whenever we have a moon event in our sign, it's very noteworthy and we want to know. So when the day is around January 17th, a few days before, a few days after, sensitive Cancers might feel that further away. A lot of emotional things coming to fullness, coming to fruition. Um, and it can be highly, highly, highly emotional. So if you can schedule yourself some space around that time, you might want that space to do things with. Also, something having to do with home, family, real estate, housing might come front and center or childhood psychology, which can feed into the healing of this stuff with the, with the meditations. Okay, so now the last thing that I wanna talk about has to do with Jupiter moving into Pisces. We talked about this in December as well because that's when it officially happened, but we're very fresh into it now, so I'm just going to talk about it a little bit more. Jupiter's the great expander, it's the great benefic. Even back in the times when, where the myths came from, they knew that Jupiter protected us. It's kind of cool how they knew that because now we know from the astronomical standpoint that Jupiter actually, they believe that Jupiter stops, the, for, the gravitational field of Jupiter actually stops the outer planets from being sucked into the sun and taking the Earth out while they're at it, okay? So that's one way Jupiter protects us. Jupiter also protects us astronomically from the asteroid belt. So we're protected from being pelted with a lot more, you know, destructive asteroids because of Jupiter. And so, and I actually just confirmed this because I have two friends that are, um, they're astrophysicists, space engineers, and we were talking about this, and this is really cool. So now bringing that into the astrological perspective, 
people, ancient people knew that Jupiter protected us. And now we know part of why. But wherever Jupiter is, you have some extra protection. You have extra enthusiasm and optimism. And this can be a very life-changing period for cancers, relating back to the mood things and the mental and emotional things that I was talking about. Because when Jupiter is in its own house, which is the ninth house, which it will be for you all from the end of December through the beginning of May, this is a time where you can redo how you see everything. You can change your perspectives. Any place where you're feeling like a victim or disempowered in your life, that can be redone and restructured. Meditation could be one of those keys. And it's actually a super simple meditation. It's not even guided. You just have to listen to it with headphones. Like you just lay down and listen every day. So it's it's just, it's kind of blows my mind how, how much you can do without having to spend a lot of money um, people chase and spend so much money trying to resolve these problems and this type of meditation has been scientifically proven to heal all kinds of issues so anyway obviously uh, i'm really excited about this right now which is why i keep talking about it and your chart is so lit up to have your mind be positively changed and your outlook and optimism returned to your viewpoint and I know that many cancers will be very greatly relieved to hear about that possibility. Now, I'm not saying that if you don't do the meditation, you're not going to have that, of course. Jupiter is there regardless of whether you use that tool. And this, this shift in your perspective, this healing can come from anywhere, anything that you're intuitively drawn to work with, any other synchronicity. So synchronicity will be strong trying to help you to change how you see things, okay? Also, this can relate to education, so you might discover something you're really passionate about and start to educate yourself. This is a great time for education and January and through May um, for getting into a different field or expanding your current field. And this is an amazing time for international travel. I don't know to what degree things will be closed or open at the time that this occurs, but it does lend itself to international connections or the learning of languages or culture, even right from your home. So this is, Jupiter wants to do this for you and it can really expand that space. So it's a very exciting time. Okay, so I've given you lots of information to help you make the most of this new month and this new year. If you would like even more information, I have a lot more resources for you. Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com or you can click on the link below this video. If you click on the little more button with the arrow, the notes will be revealed and the direct link is there. And if you would love to be an astrologer as your profession or just earn a little bit of money on the side from your love of astrology or just help yourself and your friends and your family, Without charging, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course. As you can see from all of the things that I do, I'm a teacher, I love to teach astrology, and if you think I put a lot into my free resources, you should see what goes into this crazy comprehensive course, Becoming a Professional Astrologer, which you can see at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. This link is also in the notes underneath the video. I also have a book, I have multiple books, but the book that is most about astrology is called Planetology. And you can see that at any major booksellers and it's actually on the shelf at all major booksellers. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.